RadioInfluence.com. Welcome to America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Be it life, business, sports, or any other facet of your life that you want to improve, Jim can help you become your best, most authentic self. Now, here is your host, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Jim Fannin Show. How are you? So how was last week in terms of your self-discipline? How about your focus? How about your concentration? Because this week in this episode, I want to talk about moments of truth that were frozen in time, those special moments that you will remember for a lifetime. But I also want to talk about how to improve your concentration. So talking about last week, what major objectives did you accomplish? You know, we, we already have a blueprint on how to finish the year, if you've been listening to my podcast. But with the holidays and your year-end objectives, I mean, they're right in front of us. Finding that purposeful, calm focus, that's not easy. It's easily broken, and in many cases, it might be non-existent. Were you a zone performer last week? Did you focus on the small tasks that lead to goals that take you to a vision? Or were you easily disturbed? That's what this show's all about, frozen in time. You know, your lifetime, my lifetime, it can be sketched in small time capsules. They stand out among the years like little mini movies that flash into our brain. And you can come back to those moments in time with uncanny accuracy and realism. And these moments, frozen in time, they follow you cradle to grave. They're like memorable scenes in an amazing great play. Your life, frozen in time, special zone moments. I have many of them. Most of my stories that I've told on uh, on the air, well, they were frozen in time, etched in indelible ink in my brain. I remember specifically getting my driver's license. I mean, that was a zillion years ago. 16. Hey, Dad, can I drive the 62 Plymouth Valiant convertible? Can I go see some friends? I had not been in my car alone with no adult. Nope, hadn't done it. Dad wouldn't let me, but not today. I'm ready. I remember it vividly. Now, I'm going to be a little bit late to see my friends, and I pulled up to my very first traffic light, red. Ain't nobody around. <laughs> There's no, I look left. I look right. Straight ahead. There's no one around. I'm late. I'm supposed to meet my friends. Okay, a girlfriend as well. But I'm late. Oh, there's only one car behind me. I'm late. It's going to turn green soon. No cars coming. <laughs> I'm looking out of a plastic rear window. You know those old plastic back windows that's impossible to see 20 feet behind you? What's up with that? Well, those are long gone. But not then. When I was 16, the first time I'm alone in my car. Thank you, Dad. Go figure, the lone car. There's only one. It's behind me. And guess what? In my city, in eastern Kentucky, there were only six police cruisers. And one of them that I don't recognize 
It's behind me. I, I can't believe I did it. I still have the ticket of running a red light. I mean, I need to frame it. Frozen in time, though, is the look my dad gave me at the police station. Very memorable. Now, fast forward a zillion years. My daughter, Colby, she just got her driver's license. Dad, can I get in the car and drive alone? And can I go see some friends? Uh, All right. You ready? Solo? Yeah, I'm ready. So she gets in her car, drives away. In 15 minutes, 15 minutes of her pulling out of the driveway, I get a phone call. Dad, don't you hate that? Dad, you already know what's coming. It ain't good. It's not zone like. Dad, I just got picked up for speeding. And of course, I want to get mad, but my brain went back to the time that I ran the red light. Like father, like daughter, go figure, frozen in time. My daughter and I just talked about it, and uh, we had a laugh. And I said, well, my grandson's too. Payback's going to be hell. <laughs> You're gonna, it's going to come back. Just be sure that he's ready when he gets his driver's license 14 years from now. You know, everybody has these moments in life that stand still forever. The first time you bought a home, your first home, your first job, your baby daughter's birth, your first kiss, your most embarrassing moment. So here's to everybody that's listening that's recently experienced a time frozen, followed by, of course, that thought of reality that changed you forever. These are the zone moments that you'll never forget. They are times when the present tense stays a little longer than usual. So in this week's episode, obviously, we're going over frozen in time moments, and, uh, and then I'm going to give you over a dozen tips on how to increase your concentration so you can produce more of these memorable frozen in time moments that really form the quilt work of your entire life. Now, most zoniacs, uh, people that are in the zone, present tense, champions, peak performers, high achievers, when we go back and reflect, and when you go back and reflect, you're replaying frozen in time positive moments. But we do have occasion when we go back and think about the frozen in time very negative moments. And at this time of the year during the holidays, there is a tendency, especially if we've lost a loved one or uh, we had a breakup uh, that occurred during the holidays, those frozen in time moments we may conjure up and replay. And of course, I'm looking forward to helping you not go there. Go back to the frozen in time moments that are positive. But this shows also about not only recognizing these frozen in time moments, but it's also about how do I create create more of them uh, to make up my entire life. So right now, what are your top five life moments that are frozen in time and that are positive? You know, I just asked my uh, my wife. I just asked her, give me five life moments frozen in time that are positive. And I was really curious to see, you know, am I in all five of these? 
<laughs> and uh, uh, she went back to the you know birth of her daughter. Uh, and she went back uh, actually to a moment that she and I had had um, when I proposed to her on stage in front of hundreds of women in a women's conference that we were hosting. Uh, we were not married, obviously, single. And I brought her up on stage and uh, in front of all these women before I even started the seminar and got one uh, down on one knee and pro- Proposed. I mean, that's a from, uh, frozen in time moment for her and I, and she put that at the top of the list. What are your top five life moments that are frozen in time that are positive? It's a great question to ask anybody that you really care about. You're going to find out what they think and really what those life moments are and in what order they come out uh, of their brain. And also, can you imagine? a life moment in the future, 2020, that you're eventually going to add to your list? Frozen in time are precious life moments. But right now, I'd like to go to who's in the zone? Who's in the zone last week? Now, this list could be vast, uh, and and I'm being prejudiced of giving you really uh, a few people in the zone, people that I've witnessed, people uh, that I might know, and uh, uh, let's go over who's in the zone. I got to give a shout out to someone that actually lost uh, NFL quarterback, New Orleans Saints. I've met him, Drew Brees. He completed 29 of 40 passes, threw for 349 yards, five scores, rushed for a touchdown off a quarterback sneak on the goal line. And it didn't matter what his opposition, San Francisco 49ers, called on defense, and their defense is ferocious. They played zone. They played man-to-man schemes. uh, They had late-game pressure. Breeze just beat it. He beat whatever they put. He had a monster day for this veteran quarterback in a matchup that on paper looked a little dicey, quite frankly. He did come up short in the victory, But personally, Drew Brees, you're in the zone. And now i got to go back and uh, talk briefly about Washington Nationals pitcher, superstar pitcher, Stephen Strasburg. Stephen Strasburg, he agreed to a seven-year, $245 million deal uh, at that time, making him the uh, highest-paid pitcher ever, and it conjures up memories. I'm sitting on a boat in Key Biscayne with Alex Rodriguez. And Alex was with the Seattle Mariners and getting ready to go into free agency. And he started visualizing. I said, what, what do you want? What, what kind of contract do you think you'll get? I believe this was in 1997. <laughs> That's way back with Time Machine. But it's frozen in time. We were on his boat, Sweet Swing 2, Key Biscayne, Biscayne Bay. And I said, what do you think you'll make? He goes, $100 million. I go, $100 million? I mean, that's, that's not a big deal. Lots of guys have done that. Come on. What, what do you really see? And I said, that's not even cool. He goes, $100 million's not cool? I'd take that now. No one had had, had, had that kind of contract, uh, at least in a short uh, amount of time. But there were 100 million contracts out there. I said, no, what, 
what would be cool? He goes, I don't know, 200 million? I said, that's not cool. He goes, what's cool? A quarter of a billion. That's cool. So on the boat that day, he visualized with me and I visualized $250 million contract. And we both saw it and we started laughing. Of course, my only uh, uh, complaint about this is I was $2 million off. It was $252 million at point in time that he visualized and it manifested. So I can only imagine Strasburg, when he got this contract, wherever he was, he will remember that, remember that forever. And then you got to go to the Yankees. I mean, they're never to be outdone. Uh, their prized uh, free agent pitcher, Garrett Cole, he signed a whopping nine-year, $324 million contract. Where was he when he got the news? It was a done deal. What was he doing? Who was he with? Whatever. Mr. Cole, frozen in time that moment, he'll remember it forever. And then now I'd like to uh, go to a little college football, LSU quarterback, leading Heisman candidate. We'll see. He is leading right now in that Heisman race. Joe Burrow, uh, LSU, threw for 349 yards, four touchdowns, team's second leading rusher, and he just continued his dominance while helping crush Georgia 30-17 in the SEC title game. Hey, Joe, you're in the zone. And now I need to go to a product that's in the zone. I never even heard of this. I got to get this. I, I haven't researched it, except I've heard about it. Does it work? Is it quality? Is it good value? I'm not even sure what the price is. But I just got back from a trip uh, staying in a hotel. And I've always thought about, boy, if I took a blue light into the hotel would I be shocked? Would I want to change rooms or would I want to uh, sleep standing up? You know, there's bacteria and all kinds of stuff in a hotel room. Even though it looks immaculate, this is a product called CleanseBot. CleanseBot. It's the world's first bacteria-killing robot. What? It's a tiny cleaning robot uh, kind of like the uh, the other robots, but this is really small, and it disinfects your bed from unwanted pathogens, especially bacteria like E. coli. Yuck! This robot cleaner is built in with a uh, eighteen uh, AI back smart mode to automatically clean any bed, and it's got four UV lights to not just sanitize your bedding, but also the air. And it weighs less than a half pound. Uh, I need a cleanse bot before my next road trip. Now, I'm not endorsing it because I need to research it. So I need to go get this thing and put it in my suitcase on my last trip. Uh, cleanse bot, if you say, do what you say you can do, you got to be in the zone. And now I want to talk about a group of humans, they're in the zone. I've coached the best athletes in the world. I've coached Olympic gold medalists. I've coached so many different athletes, over 20 different sports professionally, to the highest to world records, personal records, team records. But I've not been with somebody that's like this. This past weekend, I was honored and blessed uh, to be invited as a special guest to the Special Forces Charitable Trust 
a weekend retreat, and this weekend retreat uh, is with family, husband, wife, kids reconnected. There were a few Green Berets in this room over the weekend down in Florida that had not seen their spouse or their kids for months. Green Berets, we are blessed that you are the ultimate zone performers. You know, a special forces soldier missions could include counterterrorism, direct action, foreign internal defense, special reconnaissance, and definitely unconventional warfare. A Green Beret's motto, Diopresso Liber, or to free the oppressed, is pretty admirable. These are the quiet professionals. And, and they reminded me on this trip that freedom, freedom's not free. Freedom is not free. And, and these men, they don't seek recognition for their deeds. They know they're accountable only to the American public. And when I was uh, there for the weekend, it's the Green Beret with his spouse and his kids, and there were a huge program with different speakers, pretty amazing, very emotional. It's when I was there that I realized these are the real heroes that do not seek recognition. And the Green Berets in over 80-some hot spots around the world. And when they leave their home and say goodbye to their wife and their children, and I'm watching it, but when they leave for a mission... The spouse doesn't know where they're going, why they're going, what they're doing, or when they're coming back. So who's in the zone? Uh, there's no, def- no uh, question it's the Green Berets. But after observing and talking to the women, the spouse of the Green Berets, ladies, you're in the zone, and so are your kids. Thank you. I was blessed to... Uh, be able to share that weekend with these special people, uh, the Special Forces Charitable Trust, helping families and the kids uh, of our special forces. Uh, Pretty amazing group, and and it was an honor for me to be there and participate. Green Berets, families, you're in the zone. Speaking of frozen-in-time memories, wow, wow. We got a sponsor right now that is addressing that. What a quinky dink or what a coincidence. What is Story Worth, our new sponsor? S T O R Y W O R T H dot com. Story Worth. It makes easy and fun for loved ones, family to share your stories. You're going to get weekly emailed story prompts, questions you've never thought about asking. And at the end of the year, All these stories are going to be bound in a beautiful hard book cover. Strengthen your family bonds. Get to know your loved ones in a whole new way. And you're going to preserve these memories frozen in time. And you can pass on these treasures to your kids and their future families. Discover family history. And and once these are, are prompted, you're going to learn about your relatives, things you may not know about them. And then you're going to get the keepsake book after a year. Priceless. Shipping's free. Storyworth.com. 
Now, to give yourself a $20 discount off your first purchase, go to storyworth.com forward slash Fannin. S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash F-A-N-N-I-N. Me, storyworth.com slash Fannin. You're going to get 20 bucks off your first purchase. Now, frozen in time, you're going to be able to have it in a, a bound book. How cool is that? Sign me up, storyworth.com. Go there. So let's get back to frozen moments of time. Frozen in time. I got to ask you, how's your attention span? We've got a blueprint. The rest of this year is pretty much planned. And it's going to come off the calendar quickly. How's your attention span? Are you ready to focus and maybe create these frozen moments of time? What's the amount of concentrated quality time you spend on a task without being distracted? What can you do? I mean, this is crucial if you're going to achieve your long-term visions, corresponding goals and tasks, and especially close out this year. You know, there's two types of a attention span or two types of focus. One, short-term attention. That's your instant response to an internal or ex- external stimulus that temporarily attracts or distracts your attention. And I studied this attention span all the way back 1974. But in 1974, the attention span, based on our research, was 15 to 20 seconds on average. In the year 2000, a decade ago, that number had already decreased to approximately 12 seconds. And today, 2019, as we approach 2020, attention span has shrunk below 10 seconds short-term attention spans, they're moving in the wrong direction. And I was talking to uh, several 21-year-olds recently in the last few days, and they said even when they went out with their friends and they're in a group and they're talking or whatever they're doing, everybody is tethered to their cell phone, uh, eye contact, no way that lasts 12 seconds, 10 seconds. That's about a second, if at all, Everybody is looking at their cell phone. Short-term attention spans, it's decreasing. And when that happens, these moments of time that are important, frozen, well, they become less and less. The second type of attention span is a conscious, sustained attention. Now, this intentional, continuous focus, it's going to give you the most consistent results definitely over time. And, and the research shows the variance of holding one's focus for from a few minutes to as long as 20 seconds. Uh, that's where we need to go. Now, I found our research that we've done, Jim Fannin Brands, uh, to be in a zone state, you need to be locked in that moment, present tense, minimum of 12 seconds. And holding your focus, well, that gives so many people Challenges, especially us golfers. That's definitely a golf challenge since the the typical round lasts five hours. So holding that focus in different points of time during a five-hour round of golf, that's not easy. But the champions, they can hold their focus for long periods of time. And like any other physical or mental activity, this takes commitment, and it does 
take relentless practice. You know, the first time I realized uh, what attention span was and how it happened, we did a research project with children age, uh, this was in 74 uh, through uh, the mid-80s. We had quarter of a million children in our program. Uh, We were in 350 locations. And it was then that I, I realized that attention span was something that we really needed to concentrate on more. We need to focus on focusing. And that's what we did in our little kids program. And we found out that cartoons, 70s, 80s, 90s, 1990s, uh, in early 2000, cartoons are pretty amazing at getting kids, little kids especially, to focus. Uh, And we called it cartoon teaching. And this came about from intentionally me watching hundreds of hours of cartoon TV shows. And I wanted to find out how do cartoons capture the minds of our kids? Do they have a secret formula? How do they do that? You know, I could yell out my kid's name, Colby! But if she's watching a cartoon or the tunes, she doesn't hear me. She's locked in in the moment. So cartoon teaching is this. Watching cartoons, we realize that the scene of the cartoon literally changes 0.5 seconds up to 2.5 seconds. And this simultaneous change, look real quick, also had music change from soft to loud or loud to soft. And this constant change of the cartoon scene, with the change of the music, it just kept drawing the kids closer and closer to the edge of the seat, and they could lock in to a 30-minute cartoon show. Of course, trying to get them to focus on anything else becomes different. My two-year-old watches Blippi on YouTube, this character. He's locked in. He's two. And I noticed that Blippi is doing that cartoon teaching. Pretty interesting. Pretty fascinating. Then came the adult cartoons, Family Guy uh, and all the cartoons for adults. The very first adult cartoon was way back, Yogi Bear. It it was a cartoon that played at night and uh, in primetime, and it was really for families. And so we got our stopwatches and we're watching it. Those scenes lasted longer. They weren't just for kids. They were for adults. And the music, it did change, uh, but it definitely locked everybody in. So I'd like to give you a few tips about what's the bottom line for increasing your attention span, producing better results, but also hoping that your frozen in time moments, the one you'll remember for a lifetime, that they're really meaningful and they really are profound in your mind. So here's a couple of tips to help you improve your concentration. First of all, you need to prepare to focus. So whatever activity you're doing, even if it's uh, reading a book or you're studying, uh, you're designing, creating uh, a program, a computer program, or maybe you're working on a presentation, you got to turn off your smartphone. Now, I'm, I'm talking to you right now, and I had to put my, my phone, I turned it off. I, I, I remember, that's not easy. 
I remember a recent vacation in Mexico, and it took me three days to not look at my phone. Where, where's my phone? And, you know, my wife's hiding it from me. I've, you know, I do almost 7,000 cell minutes a month, and it's constantly beckoning me. So stay off the Internet, turn off your smartphone, lock in, prepare to focus. Second, you need to eliminate potential noise distractions. And I've just done that for my show. I shut the door. I make sure i got a sign on my door, do not disturb. And I want to be in an environment free from distractions. Next, visualize the task completed and finished state. That's B to A. See what you want. That vision will keep you staying in the focus and won't get you to get distracted easily. You need to see in finished state, whatever task that you're doing to complete goals for the rest of the year, you got to see it as if it's so, and you need to see it as it will be. And Next, when you're performing and you want to focus, you got to love what you're doing. You got to love being in the moment. That's the the joy of being a zone performer. You just love being in the moment. You got to love what you're doing. So do what you're good at doing. That makes it even better as opposed to uh, someone performing a difficult task or a new task that maybe is a little, uh, you know, it causes a little uh, concern or a little stress. So if it isn't something new or difficult, check your ego at the door especially if your expectation and your reality, maybe they don't match. But you got to relish the challenge of something new or something difficult. And thick skin, mistake tolerance with a dash of optimism, that's going to get you to prevail. Next, you got to avoid replaying the past. We've talked about that in every episode. Stay out of the past unless it's to go back and learn something, to evaluate something, or to analyzing something, or to share a frozen-in-time moment that's positive. And I share those moments all the time with, with stories, that things that literally, literally happen. So avoid replaying the past, especially if it's negative. And it is this time of year when negative past can pop up into our minds because during the holidays, if you've lost a loved one, you've had a, uh, a divorce or a serious breakup, maybe last Christmas or three Christmases ago, uh, it, this holiday season can bring up those frozen in time moments, but they really conjure up some negativity, some heartache, uh, some serious stress. So avoid replaying the past, especially if it's negative. Proper sleep, rest, that's just going to increase your attention span. So if you're not getting enough sleep, you're sleep-deprived, good luck holding your focus. Also, you need to avoid hunger when you're performing your tasks, especially if they require focus. If you feel hungry, well, you lost your focus. It started to diminish 20 minutes earlier. So eating small portions every two to three hours, that will prevent this. Again, these are tips on how to maximize your focus and stay in the zone. Hopefully they'll be frozen in time when they're positive. Always narrow your focus. Also, after eating, 
and even after going to the bathroom. Now, golfers, pay attention. Being out on the tour, following the players that I coach on the PGA and LPGA tour, I noticed that if my player, my client, went to the bathroom on the course in those porta potties, if he didn't refocus, reboot, and come back after that break with small targets, he or she would have a challenge. So after you go to the bathroom, after you eat, you need to select small targets after these short breaks and focus all your energy mentally and physically on those targets. Next, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. You lose 1% of body water, that'll cause your attention span to drop at least 10%. So if you're thirsty, well, you probably lost your focus 20 minutes, 30 minutes ago. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. And next, you change your behavior immediately if you lose focus. You know, I can be read, reading a book or I'm doing my show right now. And somebody barges in. They, they don't see my note. What's up with that? They open the door, they barge in, and my focus is stopped. Or it could wane. What do I need to do? I need to change my behavior immediately. I need to pick up or slow down the pace. I need to restructure the situation by altering my strategy or tactics. I've got to change when my focus is broken. And you need to develop also a strong mental vision. This is overarching. We've talked about this many times on the show. You know, that's that vision, that master vision that wakes you up in the morning and puts you to sleep at night. And it's this vision, it'll pull you through some potential distractions. It'll get you back on course swiftly more than any other time. And it'll help you battle any external score breakers, zone breakers, or challenges to your attention span. Another tip, keep bolstering your confidence. I found that when you start reflecting on your confidence or your self-esteem, uh, and that's what you think other people think about you, and you recognize that uh, you're not as confident, uh, your attention span is going to drop. So to bolster your confidence, uh, that's a big deal. That's going to help your focus, and you need to inspire and motivate yourself with some short affirmations of encouragement. I am accurate. That's a positive statement just after you missed a short eight-foot putt. I'm accurate. It'll get you right back into being focused. It'll keep you out of the past, and it'll help you lock in on that next eight-footer one hole from now. So all kinds of positive short affirmations. I'm here now. That's another one that can jolt you right back into the moment. Concentration can wane. And it will at some point. In order to elongate concentration, we need to periodically turn our brain off. 30 seconds up to 90 seconds. And this tool, this is universal uh, for the Jim Vandenbrands, the score system. We've been using this tool for almost 50 years. It's the simple reboot. When you lose your focus, turn your brain off completely 
Go blank. See a blank screen. Unhinge your jaw. You can do this right now. Take several deep breaths, about a half a dozen. Long inhale. Long exhale. And just see nothing on the screen of space in your mind. Blank. Turn off your brain, your conscious mind. And after you hold it 30 seconds up to 90 seconds, you'll open your eyes, you'll lift your chin up above parallel, slightly above parallel, and send your energy back to the task at hand. So when you lose your focus, uh, need to refocus, uh, you'll use the reboot and then redirect your energy away from yourself, away from the distraction, narrowing your focus back to a small objective. And then occasionally, we need to take a complete, non-thinking 10-minute break. And we make that mistake all the time in business. You know, we go out and work an 8, 10-hour day. My my, uh, daughter, who's an RN, she has 12-hour shifts, four days and off three days. 12-hour shifts. But but they they take, take breaks. And hopefully, she's been trained to do this. She was a a tennis player that that competed on a national level in in high school and college. But take a 10-minute break and avoid going into the past. So get up and take a walk. Get up and walk around the office and say hi. Just turn your brain off 10 minutes for the task at hand. And if you're 9 to 5, take a 10-minute break uh, mid-morning, turn it off. But change. Don't don't stay at your desk. Don't stay in your office. Get up and move and and just take that break. That's going to help you increase concentration when you get back to it. And also take a 10-minute break definitely in the afternoon. And um, those are a few tips to help you get into the zone. Yes, this can be a tough time of year. This is for families, friends, associates, that may have someone in your family that's addicted to opioids or alcohol. Uh, It makes this time of year extremely difficult, especially when you're so concerned about their wellness, their health. It's a tough time. If you have someone that is addicted uh, to opioids or alcohol, send me an email at askjim at jimfannon.com, A-S-K-J-I-M at jimfannon.com. For the first time in my 47-year career coaching, uh, I have licensed the SCORE Success System uh, to a group of therapists that are absolutely amazing. They are uh, addictionologists. Uh, They are uh, proficient at at addiction treatment. Uh, But they have an implant that uh, once it's in place, uh, the addict, or we call them clients, they, they won't have any appetite for opioids or alcohol up to six months. And then during that time, they're going to be trained in the score system to literally change their life. We're not trying to get them to recover back to where they were. We're going to help every individual be the best, genuine, authentic self they can be. So if you're having these challenges or knowing anyone, shoot me an email, ask Jim at jimfannon.com, and I'll make a connection to Recovery Zone Solutions. Now, let's talk about the Zone Cafe. The Zone Cafe uh, is, is a regular on our, on our show. It's to find out what's the missing link 
and you being a zone peak performance performer. And we cook up five ingredients in the Zone Cafe. We have self-discipline. You might need that. Well, today we're talking about focus and concentration. Well, you might need concentration. We're cooking up a big batch of that. But maybe you need some confidence, some optimism. Well, we're uh, definitely got a slab of that on the grill cooking it up. But you might need some relaxation. You might need to reboot, take the breaks more often. Uh, or maybe you need our happy meal that we're always cooking. Makes it makes us smile every time we think about it, and that's enjoyment, self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment. These five markers uh, have chemicals, natural body chemistry. When you're at a high state, each one of these are producing chemicals that flow simultaneously into the bloodstream to give you a peak performer's zone mindset. So what do you need? Do you need self-discipline, a commitment to stay with a task or reach a well-defined goal? Do you need focus, which our show's on today? Do you need concentration, being able to hold your mind in one thing, doing one thing for a long period of time? If you, if you do, let's take concentration with you. Being aware of it will fix it nine out of ten times, but maybe you need some optimism, that belief, that expectancy to stay with the tasks that lead to goals that take you to your vision. But you might need relaxation, breathing, slow, chilling, not being stressed. Maybe you need relaxation right now with a year almost coming to a close and you've got a lot on your plate with the holidays. But maybe you need enjoyment. Maybe you need to start laughing more, smiling more, have a little zip in your uh, step and, and, and the tonality of your voice. So what do you need? S-C-O-R-E, whatever it is, ascertain your weak link in the score or your attitude, and that's going to help you be the best that you can be. So here's to you creating positive new memories. New memories. New memories that will tattoo you mentally with indelible ink. Frozen in time forever. So until next week, go make those frozen in time moments. Make them special and lock in, finish your task, lock in on your goals so that you can look back and go, wow, what a great year 2019 was. What a great year. Happy holidays, everybody. It's approaching swiftly. Be in the zone. It's the only place to be. This has been America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannin.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. This is a place for my head quick fix on Radio Influence. You've got a different perspective on this because you're a parent. And I know I sound like the miserable old curmudgeon here, but eh, that's kind of what I am. <laughs> you know, I, I, personally, I don't, I would be okay with putting a ban on social media until you, you're 16, like your driver's license. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I mean, I'm, I would be perfectly okay with that. And I think it's perfectly logical. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I just don't know. 
It's not feasible. Well, yeah, I just don't. I mean, well, first of all, she's five. So I got a long time to think about it. And this is, you know, an ongoing debate with the whole Mark Zuckerberg mining information and all of that. And, you know, push companies pushing their political agendas. You know, that stuff affects your kids. Yeah. Yeah. It affects your kid. Whether you want to admit it or not, it affects your kids. A Place for My Head with Brandon Thompson and Jerry P. Tuck can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.